Blog Talk Radio. I killed my husband's biological mother. What am I going to do? Oh, my tomatoes. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, welcome to Take2Radio, Soap in Review. I'm Pam, your host, and I'm dancing in my seat. How about you guys? (laughs) 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 There was a beautiful day today. It was 70 degrees, 72 degrees, So, and now we, we have a special guest with us tonight, and we couldn't be more excited. Uh, she's beautiful. She's talented. She's an actress, and she's been in TV series. She's been in soaps. She's been in movies. She gets around, you know what I mean? <laughs> She got the hustle. That's what you're saying, Pam. Yeah, she's got the hustle. That's it. <laughs> tonight, we love, tonight we are so proud and excited to welcome Naomi Matsuda. Hello, Naomi. Hello, Pam. How are you doing today? You may call me Welcome, welcome, now. welcome. Oh, welcome so much, guys. I appreciate welcome. it. How are we feeling today? Splendid that you're here. Thank yes, you. very much so. <laughs> Thank you so much. Naomi, can you hear me okay? Uh, I can hear you. You're a little muffled. Um, so oh, I, have my, I have my phone really close to my ear so I can hear you clearly. It's not very clear, but I can get the gist of what you're saying. Okay. Why don't the rest Let's of see. us mute until it's our turn? I'm sorry? Uh, no, you know what? Hold on one second. I'm going to take my earbuds out because I've been having technical problems today. My headset wouldn't work when I plugged it in. And okay. now my earphones sound like I'm muffled. So let me get off my earphones and try this again. It's, All right, hold on. It's what happened for Thursday. We're still dealing with what happened on Thursday with all the phone coverages. Like just going crazy. Just yep. like X-Boys run. Crazy. Can you hear me now? Yes. Is this, yes. As, I, as I do my Verizon commercial, can you hear me now? <laughs> yes. Better. Better. Much better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm on the speakerphone, so we'll stick with this. Uh, that way everybody can hear me good. So, okay, great. how are you doing today? Today's a good day. I feel great. Yeah. No complaints over here. Great. We wouldn't want you to complain unless you really wanted to. <laughs> no, that's not what. That's not. That's not something I do a lot. <laughs> oh, I don't. And if but I, I didn't did, mean you know, it that, it I didn't really mean it that way. I meant like 
you know, because then we knew you weren't having a good day if you were complaining, and we'd rather you have a good day. So. Aw, thank you. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm going to go ahead and ask you a couple questions, and then I'm going to turn you over to my crew, and each one of them have two questions for you, if that's okay. No, maybe. All right, awesome. So, how did you get into entertainment what made you want to be an actress anybody inspire you or something inspire you well yes when I first came to this country from Japan I was five years old and uh, we were living with my aunt at the time and um, when my cousins and my brother would be playing outside I would be sitting in front of the sofa watching soap operas there was a cane she did it for me from from all my children, oh my and gosh. I couldn't. Yep, I couldn't understand the language, but there was something about the drama that was portrayed on the show, of course. And I was six years old, and I said, "Wow, wow!" And I and my even my aunt said, "You know, Naomi, when you were that little, you said to me in Japanese before you spoke English. You said, I'm going to be like her.'" one day when I grow up was the beginning of that. And I started performing when I was in San Diego. Japanese, traditional Japanese dance. I didn't become an actress until I was an adult many, 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 many years later. Was there a point in time where you just wanted to stick with the dance? What carried you over to actress? Well, uh, in 1994, I moved to Los Angeles to dance, to do music videos, because I was a dancer. And I said, hey, let me, you know, my goal at the time was in my early 20s. I just wanted to, to perform and to be on stage and dance, that be a backup dancer. And so I moved to Los Angeles, and I booked my first dance music video over here. And, um, and I said, okay, that was fun. That was really, you know, interesting. But then all my friends at the time, they're all actors. Because we were all working, you know, at the House of Blues. We were all, we were all waiters at the time. And they said, hey, Alma, you need to get into acting. And I said, no, 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 I'm a dancer. I'm a dancer. And they said, no, 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 Alma, you really should just start acting. And I said, well, how much do you guys get, get paid for this? Because I thought I was going to get paid a lot more for dancing. And it, and it was, and I did it. And I was kind of surprised. <laughs> so I thought, you know, <laughs> coming from little San Diego, I thought, wow, you know, I was going to get these big jobs. And it was just, you know, it was going to be so great. And I, just, and I said, no, you know, huh okay, well, then maybe I will try some acting. And then that was it. That was the beginning. I booked my first commercial in 97. I had chopped all my hair off because when I uh, did get an agent and went on my first commercial audition, I walked in into the audition, and there were, you know, at least 20 other girls, and we looked exactly the same. Oh, my gosh. All, oh, my goodness. <laughs> all, all Asian. We're all, we're all wearing a black dress. We all have long black hair, red lipstick. And I was like, oh, no. How am I going to stand out here? Because all I knew was to perform. I didn't know it. I didn't have any acting skills at the time. I just knew that my presence, you know, I had to stand out a little differently than the others to be seen at this point. I can't open my mouth. So that's all I knew. So the next day I went to the hair salon, to the hair salon, and just chopped all my hair off. Cut it completely all off. And after that, I was booking nonstop. I think I booked like... Like after my first commercial, it was a Toyota campaign, 
And after that, I mean, it was like a Caesar cut. My hair was very short. It was like an inch all over. I just went there. I just completely said it was completely different. And so I, <laughs> I would stand out, and I did. And I just started booking like crazy. And then theatrically, I started booking. And then uh, they started putting wigs on me for theatrical work. So I just started, So then I just started growing my hair then, and that was that. And my career just took off that way. So that was Isn't the it something how that happens? I mean, just the minute change, uh, no matter what it is, like if your name is spelled differently or, mm-hmm. you know, like touch your right. hair or maybe yeah. dye your hair I or think... something, and then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah, yes. You know, the world I came from is all exterior, just dance, right? And so that's yeah. all I knew at the time, the, uh, the, uh, the real work of an actor later on in life where yeah. you're just not going to cut it. You've got to bring something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so then it's like, okay, here we go. Let's do it. I said, yes to all of this. And it's getting more and more exciting every time. So, yay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, we're, we're really glad that you did that. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, gosh. Because we not only love you in all your other projects, mind you, but, of course, the both and the people. We yes. love Dr. Lee Finnegan. I love, love Dr. Lee Finnegan, too. <laughs> so much. Well, how do, you, how do you prepare emotionally for that? Because she's got some really <laughs> bad luck on her side. As of late. Um, but before, you know, when she, when I first came on the show as Dr. Lisa again, the, you know, she, she was pretty much a, you know, she, you know, well liked, very, you know, professional. She, mm-hmm. she was there for her son. It's all about her son. In fact, it's still that way right now. Her life, her whole world revolves around her son and the love for that she has for her son, and that's it. She could care right. about anything, anything else. So how I prepared her is that, you know, I really internalized the, the maternal love that she would have and that I have. And um, I just brought my own, my own stuff to it, my own, emo- my own feelings to it. And I created this, you know, this, this back, the strength of this woman that, you know, she went through so much. And uh, I remember mm-hmm. when I got hired, you know, I created a bio for her. And it's a good thing I did because when, one of my first interviews was they said, oh, what's her background? And they didn't give me a background, you know. So I created her. And so, thank goodness I did that work. Thank goodness I did that. So I'm just learning so much every year that I get to be a part of anything in this industry. I'm just so privileged, I feel, and so lucky. And it humbles me every time I get to portray somebody, you know, that, I, yeah. that, I would, that someone said yes to me. You know that trusted me enough to deliver what they wanted. So it's a big deal, and I'm so appreciative of every second I I spend on that set, on any set actually. Right, right, and you know, especially with a soap opera. After doing a soap opera and learning 30 pages of dialogue, you can handle anything. I believe it's like the biggest master class. I'm learning so much. I'm so thankful. And there's a, I believe this is, because there's so, it is, this pressure is on. There's so many pages, and we go fast. It's not like a movie set where you shoot two scenes in one day, right? We shoot over right. 30 scenes in a day. So it's like, it's fast. It's to know your marks. You have to know your lines. 
you just have to give it to bring it, right? And um, and I've learned so much being on this show. And I know that since I have experience under my belt that I'm trustworthy as an actor. Mm-hmm. I will show up. I will have my lines down. I know I'm marked. I just know what to do because I've learned by the best. You know, these veterans that have been on this show for so many years, you know, I learned so much from them and just so much from my own experience and the right. mistakes that I've made. And, you know, there's just everywhere you turn, there's room for growth and to learn something. Right. It's really not. Yeah, it's really, really great. And they're, everyone's so supportive. The first day I got there, you know, it was my first thing was with the whole, practically the whole cast. <laughs> and and monologues and monologues and I'm just my you know my stomach is just churning. I'm, I thought oh my my gonna throw up. I don't even know. Oh my gosh, get it together, Naomi. And then the veterans came on and they, they came to me. Look on Naomi, just with open arms and they you know they're just telling me this is how it goes and da da da. And let me tell you, I felt so comfortable. I felt like I was already part of the family for years. They made yeah. it so comfortable for me. It was such the best experience, I have to say. Most welcoming, love, and support everywhere I go. Yeah, we find that all the soap operas, all the actors that belong to these daytime shows are very welcoming and make you feel like part of the family right away because they're a family, and why would they want an outsider? You know, they want to just... Yeah. So, um, yes, no, it, it's so nice. It was just so, you know, I was really nervous because I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I hope they like me. You know, I hope, I, of course, everyone is wants to be liked. <laughs> That's just a general thing for everyone, I think, you know. Uh, so um, just, it was just, you know, I'm having the best time. And I'm learning so much. It's so wonderful. It feels so good. That's awesome. That really is. Well, thank yeah. you so much for answering my questions. I'm going to turn you over to Miss Candace. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Miss Naomi. Hello. Hello. So I have two questions, um, and I apologize now. My voice is going hoarse. This is after me talking to my kids in class today. Now I think, oh, wow. I, like my voice is. Yeah, I have. I'm a teacher of two year olds. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's yep. a lot of energy there. <laughs> that's a lot, that's a lot of talking. <laughs> a lot I of really, yeah, it's too. The terrible too. Tension growing. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, another thing uh-huh. for us because it's a lot of singing too, right, Candace? Ooh, yes, a lot oh, of singing. Oh, a lot of singing. Let's let's put it to you this way. Today I was singing a lot of Disney songs, and then oh, I made up a song. And I was just like, okay, like, all right, kids, let's do it. And I was literally, before the show started, I said, today, my kids were, it was like they had sugar. They they were literally bouncing up. And I was like, okay, I got to keep this energy up. Just like, you know, you and Bo, got to keep that energy up. You got to get... <laughs> Wow. So, <laughs> so actually, that actually, it is. <laughs> well, actually, that actually brings me to one of my first questions. If you were not an actress, what career would you have done if you weren't an actress? If I wasn't an actress, I would be uh, probably running a rescue for animals, especially dogs. 
for an organization for them and uh, to see one of those psychotic women that go and just jumps over fences and rescues them and, and just battle with the ones that are damaging them and neglecting and abusing them, uh, I would be that woman. Oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> I Sorry, that. I said that out loud. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you. But, yeah, that, the animals, no, I, I love animals more than humans. I prefer to be, yeah, they're, they're just, they're here to teach humans love, period. Yep. Period. Yep. There's nothing other reason why they're here. They're here to teach us humans love. That's it. So I we think have to protect all, the ones. Yeah. I need that. To, I, if Pam, can we clip that as a reminder <laughs> to those out there? Who, no, in all honesty, because um, here in Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland, where I'm from, there was a young lady, no more than 12 years old, who almost said the same thing as you regarding saving pets. Because yeah. her question is, is that she wants to know why there's a lot of pets in in homes. Why yeah. is nobody trying to rescue these animals and give them a home? Because they deserve, yeah. like, and, she, and the thing she said was, she said, what did they do to you? Yes. yes. And I'm just like, exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm like crying. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, she was like saying, yeah. if she, and she actually did say this. She said, if I could, I would get all the dogs out. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm a guide dog user. I I happen to be blind, and I can tell you that when you put your trust in an animal, it Mm. gives you a dog. It gives you everything. It gives you everything. Not any of its needs. It's you first, and then when he's done or she's done with you, then then I'll be a dog. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and they also, you know, I believe that dogs, after their time here, they become humans after. They reincarnate and come back as humans. I believe know? that, so, too. You I go, girl. That, yeah. That's right. I believe so, that. Yeah, so, you know, any animal that looks at me, you know, they have, there's, I'm sorry, even insects, anything that has a breast and eyes, there's a soul behind those two eyes. There's, you know, there's memory. Yeah. And yeah. so, let's just Let's just let's just be fair and, and treat everyone the same. Like what is going on? What is this? You know what it is? It's greed. Greed is the only thing that tears everything apart. Not just animals, but everything else in this world. Greed. Yep. Period. From a man, yeah. a woman. I'm sorry, not a man or woman. A human's hand. Period. Okay, I'm okay don't marry me, Naomi, for president 2028. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just because that is just so true and I I think a lot of people need to hear that like especially today they need to hear yeah. this so make yeah. sure you guys listen to Naomi and yeah look for Naomi Naomi in case you run we'll, we'll back you up um <laughs> so the second question I have is and this is kind of I always have these questions where I stop uh guess or make them really think about this so you know Think, think about the question, and then you can give your answer. In, le- in five words or less, how would you describe your character on Bold and the Beautiful? Make oh. powerful. Okay. Uh, 
uh, uh, uh, uh, just, 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 um, what is, uh, powerful. She is, she's a force to be reckoned with. Amen. That's three, girl. That's three. Oh my gosh. That's mm-hmm. three. She's also, she's also, um, she, she also carries a lot, she, deep love. Yep. Love, love drives everything she does. One more. One more. One more. Hey, you said you said five or less, so she. Oh, well, okay, yeah, I did, I did. That's okay, true. I did. That's true. I did. Okay, she wins. Tell me she wins, you guys. She won the prize. Oh, well, it's like I'm, I'm like powerful. I mean, I, I, I went off. She's just she's just a force. She's a force. She is a In force. my world, she would be called fierce. Yeah, she's a fierce. I'm sorry, where is that? Fierce, yes. Fierce, yeah, fierce, fierce. yeah. She's definitely fierce for sure. She is fierce. Yeah. Definitely. Some intimidating well, you, at times. Yeah. Oh, intimidating yeah. is another word. Intimidating. Oh, that's true. That is because there are some times where I'm just like, okay, Steffi, then you guys aren't feeling intimidated because I'm intimidated. When there's a certain scene, it was last year, and Lee did something. I was like. The look, the look that that you gave, and I was just like, yeah. yeah. See, if I if I get that look, that's meaning I'm in trouble, or I'm gonna mm-hmm. try to avoid trouble and not even try to talk mm-hmm. or look. I'm just gonna turn mm-hmm. around and walk away. Like, yep, yeah, she's right. Mm-hmm. Please, like, just everybody, just say she's right. <laughs> yep. You know who I learned that from? <laughs> I learned that from my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. that was instilled in me that. from my mother we were never allowed to throw tantrums in public we were oh my goodness are you kidding me we wouldn't even like sweat nothing I mean the view is just a look and we knew and you know the clinch the clinching of the jaw and the lip the clinch, if you do, the, if you do the, the eyes and the clinching of the jaw like go ahead I dare you to say something Go ahead, I dare you to say something because yeah. you're not ready for what I'm going to tell you. I don't even have to yeah. say anything. I just look at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I know. I know. You. Thank you so much. Thank you no for seeing that. Thank you very much. Thank you. No problem. Yeah. No, no, you, you, you have the facial expressions that give, um, you know, the credence to what's on those pages as far as words are concerned. Mm-hmm. You know that's, what? That's My good. Job, I know so deep within myself that my job as an actor is if I can make this audience feel anything, anything at all, I've done my job correctly. Like any emotion, then I've done my job. And you've done it well. You've made us feel, you have mastered the facial expressions. I will definitely, oh, girl, please. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) <laughs> thank you, Candace. Let's move on to Vinny. Hey, Naomi. Hey. I, uh, sorry, Pam, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, first off, I want to say thank you for coming on the show. Um, I am a very new, I'm a very new uh, viewer of Bold and Beautiful. I literally got into it a couple of months ago, so... I'm still learning all the storylines and all the characters. Um, but I have to say, I need to agree with you when you say that Lee is intimidating because while I'm watching, I can definitely tell that emotion 
um, coming off the screen. Yes, yes. Um, extremely protective of her son. Yeah, she'll go yes, to any yeah. length for him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of reminds me, kind of reminds me of an Italian mother too, because they're kind oh, of yeah, yeah. themselves. Or a Korean mother. Uh, my, my mother said to me one time, I remember when I was younger, and I said, oh, I'm dating a Korean and an Italian guy, Mom. And she goes, what? You got the words to tougher, you know, an Italian and a Korean. Are you crazy? And we laughed so hard about that. I said, oh, my God, you know, I guess you're right. The temper, they, it is, they are known for their temper, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, um, I agree. So I do have two questions for you, although one of them you pretty much answered already. Um, So I'll get to that one after. But um, my first question is, seeing as though you have been in both movies and soaps and the acting style is so different because of the memorization, the amount of memorization you need for soaps, which Mm -hmm. style of acting do you prefer? Do you prefer to be in soaps or do you prefer to be in film? You know what? For me the same to me. For me, work is work. For me, the character that I get to play and every offer that I get, every role that I, I, I that's presented that I, I'm allowed to do, it's, mm-hmm. for me, it's the same. It's the same. I don't, I don't choose one or the other because I bring every role I play, every set, I bring what, the same. I bring what I bring. So right. whether I, I know, I know, I know what you're saying about the style, about the, you know, the CD is now. I love it, and I love it. I love that because it makes it just keeps me. It makes me just really just not get lazy at all. And I know sometimes, you know, when you have one full day of shooting, it's a long day on the film set. Sometimes it's just you're there all day, <laughs> and you mm-hmm. can do your one one scene for like ten minutes, you know. And you just and you know, it's it's sometimes I don't want to say boring, but I love. I love action. I love to be doing something, you know, not, not to say that on the film, I'm yeah. be rehearsing my lines and, you know, getting to my character and da, 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 and there's plenty to do, you know, me, while you wait, you know, to, to, to shoot. But I just, I really love just the work I, I do. It, it really, to me, think I appreciate, I appreciate soap operas a little bit more, I have to say, if that's an, okay. if that's an answer. If that's an answer, that's yeah. a different shit. Yeah. I appreciate soap operas more because there's so much work that needs to be, you know, there's technical, technical stuff. Because, uh, because also, it's like a master class. I learn so much mm-hmm. every single time. Every single time I go on set, it's a different, I learn something new. Whether that is fantastic. With the director, with, the, with anybody, even your relationship with the people on set. Right, it's like I have mm-hmm. to take into consideration. You know, I'm not the only one. Yes, I'm the actor on stage, but I'm not the only one there. There's the other actor. There's the director. There's the people in the booth. There's the lighting. There's wardrobe. There's this uh, the the art department. You know, there's so the, the sound. There's everyone that it, we're all working together. So it's like I get to I get to be a part of so many people's lives every day, and we get to share work all together, all, mm-hmm. always, and, you know, in, in the speed, in, in, just, just in, the, in the sequence and just in the consistency of how it goes on soap opera, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. Film, film, film is fun, too. You, you, you just have more downtime, I guess. What's the difference for me? 
Okay. Yeah, I could definitely understand that. And you, I think you broke it down perfectly. I mean, I personally have never been in films or soaps, but just from, you know, the experiences that I've heard from other, you know, uh, some of your peers and stuff, I, I can completely understand that answer completely. Um, yeah. Well, thank so you. my other question, you, you pretty much answered it previously. Um, so outside of acting, what is your life's passion? And I know you were talking about, you know, starting the rescue and everything. Um, mm -hmm. What brought you that passion for animals? Uh, ever since I was little, I've always, I, was, I remember just always bringing home strays. Always. <laughs> bringing home strays. In Japan, bringing home strays. Cats, dogs. You know, then when, even when I was little, just bringing, bringing animals home. And it was just that. I, I, it was just a natural thing for me. Ever since I was little. And I bet, and then, in my 20s, when um, when I moved, first moved to Los Angeles, uh, I just started adopting, rescuing, because dogs would just come to my car and just sit there and wait for me. <laughs> I said, wow. Okay. That says so much about you as a person, your energy and, and the light you put into the world. Thank you. Thank you. This yeah. is my duty. Yeah. Shine my light. That's, that's it. That's awesome. That's it. That's, that's well, the whole purpose. All right. Well, thank you so much for answering my questions. Again, thank you for coming on. Um, thank you so And I'll much. pass this to Oh, oh absolutely. Um, and Pam, who's next? David. David's up. Okay. Oh, good evening, Naomi. It's so nice to have Hello. you here. Well, thank you, David. Thank you for having me. I have, I have to tell you, uh, my first question, um, I have a fascination with the soap opera machine, basically. So can you go through a typical day at work? Uh, on a soap? Yes. A typical day at work, okay. Well, a typical day at work is you, you show up very early, around 6 o'clock in the morning, uh, because we're on camera at 9. So we have to go in early, and then the, the typical days you go in, and then you go straight to um, makeup and hair or wardrobe, unless, unless you're told otherwise. Um, and then um, from there, after you get all ready, you get finalized approval, finalized of what you look like. Then you just sit in your dressing room and go over lines and, re and rehearse with your scene partner that's coming up. And you just wait in your dressing room and wait until you get called on um, for you to do your scenes. And then we all break at lunch, and then we all usually will have, sometimes we'll out eat with the other actors, otherwise we just kind of stay in our dressing room to go over the next line because there's just so many lines. <laughs> just want to make sure you have down. And then, yeah, we usually rehearse, and then we just shoot, and then that's that. Wow. That's how many, about how many, about how many episodes daily would come out? over 10 episodes, sometimes uh, two a day. And one day we'll shoot for one after. Oh, that, that's just, wow. that just sounds so fascinating. Thank you for answering that one. You're welcome. Okay, my second question is, and I, I think it might have been covered. So what what do you think is, Lee's basic motivation. 
her mm-hmm. son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her son. It's all about her son. That's it. Nothing else. To protect her son and make sure he's fine. She lives for him. That's it. She would die that's for him. Period. Like. Yep. But nothing is more important to her than her son. And you have a you play a very you play it very powerfully. You and Tanner, and I enjoy Thank it so much. You. Yeah, Tanner, he's so great. I love working with him. And well, he's easy and nice, too, isn't he? Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's definitely oh, yeah, easy on course. the eyes. Oh, yeah, definitely easy on the eyes. Absolutely. Yeah, he's for what sure. my grandma would call Purdy. He's Purdy. <laughs> yeah, he, he's Purdy. He's Purdy. He's Purdy. <laughs> Most boys on so far are Purdy. <laughs> Thank you, David. And last but not least, we have Anthony. Okay. Pam's going to yell at me later, but I'm going to sneak in a fan third question. Um, first of all, thank you for being so vulnerable with us tonight. Um, when we get folks like you who come on here and talk from who they are and not the kind of, you know, talking points sheet, it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Thanks. I'm going to throw a hard I'm, – I'm previously, before I became blind, I was a journalist, um, so I'm going to throw you kind of a hard one. You've been in the soap world for a while now. Um, Do you think that diversity-wise, soaps and or the entertainment industry where we are in today's world, have we reached that diversity place? Do you feel like, you know, as as an actress who is Asian-American, do you feel we've hit that mark where everybody's represented? At this point, yes. Asians are the last that we're here now, so here we go. <laughs> so, like, every culture was been represented, and now it's the Asian time. Now it's our time. Okay. <laughs> and, yeah, she would be the ultimate Miss Wu on General Hospital, by the way, because I am so enamored by that character. But go on. Wait, is Miss Wu the one? Is she the gang, the gang mom or the gang student? Yes, yeah, Lydia Look. Yep. Yep, I got it's so funny that I got that audition, and, but I was already on board. And I said, ooh, that was so funny. <laughs> That's not, that's my you would have been a fierce miss yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you for answering thank you for answering that. Um yeah. you spoke earlier about the master class and um I'm I'm you're one of those actresses, I'm so glad that we get these kind of conversations, who can give our soap fans the understanding. Um mm-hmm. we all know as rabbit soap fans that this is the hardest or one of the hardest acting genres gigs to get. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, from being able to do theater and episodic and film and soap opera, can you tell our audience, you know, how um, amazing it is to do a soap, but how you really got to be top of your game to do a soap? Yeah, you, it's, you know, there's so much dialogue to be to you have to memorize. There's so much repetitive stuff also, because not only do we shoot for here, we shoot for Europe as well. Bold and Beautiful is the most watched show in the, of the world, and they were yep. huge in Australia and you know in Europe. So you know we we do go in and uh, we shoot scenes for them. So we come in and do the same scenes, but with different words. 
so there's a lot of repetitive stuff that we that we get to um it's just more work for us, which is wonderful because we just get to play every single time. Um, every single time we go in there, it's, it's fun. And, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's, uh, we, we, I learned, I've learned to, um, the writing more. It's, it's mm. the writing. Yeah. The, the writing is what is, I've learned so much, uh, working on a soap. And how, um, because we are, they have to write for us for here in America and for Europe also. So it's it's really interesting, the different dynamics, I guess. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak in the fan question. Pamela, yell at me, like I said later. Um, you know, <laughs> you came into a storyline and got to play with a lot of powerhouses in the soap world. You know, yeah. you have Steffi, you have Ridge, um, and and Tanner is is pretty damn awesome himself, you know. And then you had Ted, so you really got to play with the powerhouses. What um, has been the best piece of all of that? Is it the is it the story playing it out, or is it watching them and and knowing in the back of your mind, wow, I'm hanging with these folks. Hmm. I never really thought of while I'm hanging with these folks. I was just I I treat everyone the same. I I don't. It's not that I don't respect them. I, I, the respect is there for every actor I get to do a scene with. If I guess I I, I don't really quite understand the question. I hope I'm answering it correctly. Um. Uh. If oh because they're big powerhouses. You know, I have to say, when I do scenes, uh, when I started doing scenes with Kimberlyn Brown, I mean, because she's a veteran, 30 years, she's been in Y&R, and boy, that, working with her was something, I learned so much from her, I learned the most from her, actually, with my scenes with her, I learned so much, and she's the most, she's so generous, she's a generous actress, and you know, she would, we would be doing scenes, and, and she would say, Naomi, just take one step to the right, and the camera will see you. <laughs> like, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. So things like that. So, so, I guess going back to the, the question is how I, what was it, how, how do I feel about working with these veterans? Sure. I, I'm sorry. I, I think so. I'm gonna put it from the fan perspective. You came in and it was like you were always there. You know, a lot of times we have to really take a while to warm up to a character. You came in and it was just um, seamless, and you were dealing with such powerhouses. So I was just wondering, what was that experience um, for you? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. I understand now. Um, I was just. <laughs> thankful. Oh, I was a mess. I was like, my stomach was turning. I was, uh, yeah, it was intimidating the my first day, because originally I was only hired for three days. Um, oh, wow. So, yes, it was, it, originally it was just three-day work, so, and that just turned into the, the storyline that I'm still in now, so I'm so thankful for that, but yeah, yeah, no, it it was um, it was very nerve wracking. I would definitely was shaking inside, and I was hoping, doing my best not to show it that it would show on the outside. Um, so I just, you know, I just surrendered to it. 
But before, I just like, okay, you know what, Naomi? You're here. There's a reason why you're here. Trust that. Nice. Yeah. Trust that part. Trust that well, within. if no one's ever had the opportunity to tell you, I, I hope you get it for, from us tonight. It, it was, we felt when Lee came on the canvas and when you brought her to life, that she was part of, of the unfolding story all along. Um, you just, oh. you just made a character that we all are so invested in. Yeah, thank you so much. But, you know, also, it was, I think it also helped beautifully with so much love that it helped me get into that character easily, if that makes sense. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Definitely. It, it literally gave thank me permission you. to just let it rip because I felt so comfortable because of the love I received from the veterans, from everyone there, actually. I Thank felt you. so yeah. comfortable that they made me feel like I've been there forever. Yeah. That's how I felt, and that's probably why I was able to do that. Because it's not just me. It's, 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 we're an ensemble. It's, it's, we're all ener- it's, everything's energy. We're all connected. So it's not ever just me. You know, if it, if it was just me, it, we wouldn't be talking about anyone else right now except for why we're. And it's not this yeah. one. And that's, <laughs> and that's not it. And that's, and that's what, why. It's, 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 it's an ensemble. We're a team. I feel you. And as soon as you go, we're going to get into the conversation. Oh, my God, Sheila, is she really, really gone? And, you know, <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, there's so much world. comment, you guys. Just keep watching. Just keep watching. We're, we're going to so keep watching. So let me just say thank you from the bottom of our hearts for joining us tonight. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. We love talking to you. And we hope you'll join us on another day. I will thank, I will thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And, um, and yes, it's a yes. I'll be happy to speak, awesome. speak with you guys again. Great. Thank you. It's thank you. Awesome. Wonderful. You're wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Have thank a good night. All thank right, you. Hey, thank you so much. Have a good night, guys. Good we night. Will thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty, then. Okay, so okay, wow. while, while we were gagaing over Naomi, I came across a um, article <laughs> about Miss <laughs> Kimberlyn Brown and Sheila. Uh-huh. Says so Kimberlyn Brown to exit the bold and the beautiful as Sheila Carter. But I want mm-hmm. you to know that the additional little mm-hmm. thing that they put in there, right? It says mm-hmm. Kimberlyn Brown. Let's see if you guys catch it. Kimberlyn Brown has seemingly exited the bold and the beautiful as Sheila Carter, following the character. Uh-huh. Death, death, quote, in quote. On Monday. So, yes. so we're going to get a General Hospital-esque uh, change of character, change of persona with someone that we love. Is, is, is that what you're thinking, Pam? I, well, that crossed my mind, but also it's crossed my mind that, you know, Sheila never dies. So mm-hmm. there you go. She's going to pop up in Genoa City. Right. Right. Yep. You need to. 
Or she'll she be sure back does. to Los Angeles, but, you know, a couple years down the road or something. Surprise! I'm not dead. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say this because, yeah, I know everybody's been waiting for us to, to, to comment on this. I loved it. I don't – Sheila has not been the Sheila that we want to watch for the last couple of years. I, let me. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Sheila has not been the Sheila Unleashed that we were dying to watch for the last couple of years. So the way this all played out, I absolutely loved it. But Sheila's not dead. In my world – I have been to funerals. I have buried people. I have seen their dead body in a coffin, and they still come back. So in my world, she was not dead. But there's another story that I saw today that I tried to get information. I got nothing, but I'm going to ask Candace real quick. Candace, did you see Victoria Rowell? Yeah. Is that true? Do you have more information than I could get today? I have nothing. <clears throat> okay, well, what are you talking I, about, Anthony? Because I have no clue what you're talking about. There was a leak today that Victoria Rowell has already been on set at The Young and the Restless. Really? And I could get, yep, yeah. and I could get no confirmation, and I tried, people. Trust me, I tried. I, I went all kinds of tingly. I thought for a moment I might be having a heart attack. And then I started pinching myself in different areas, and everything felt okay. So I said, oh, no, this this can't be. But I, I really, oh, God, I hope it is. Where did you see that? Where did you see that leaked? On Soap Central. And then Dan Kroll retreated. Retreat, why can't I say that? Retreat, retreat. He did the Twitter thing. Reposted? Oh, now I gotta look because now I'm curious. Yeah, I have to too. Um, well, she says in the article that she's happy that if she was going to get killed off after 35 years, that it was uh, that it was Steffi. Yeah, it was Steffi that did it. Listen, so okay, if, I know it's Sheila and all, but none of the soaps give this kind of press to somebody that's gone for good that's being killed off and they ain't coming back. I, this is something. We're going to see more of Sheila somewhere. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere. Candace? I'm, I'm going to say this. <clears throat> For those who do not understand what is happening, let, let Auntie Candace help you. As we all know, we're closing out February. And February wasn't the best month bold, let's be honest, because there were some things, we'll talk about it. But we're now going into March. Now, for those who are not new to the game, does anybody know what two events happen in March that's crucial to Bold and Beautiful? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? March Madness. One. What else? What else? Is it their anniversary? Yay! You guys yep. are smart. Way to go. Yes, I had to say that in class today. As you guys know, every time March Madness happens, that Wednesday, that final episode of the week, something happens. Case in point, when we found out Maya 
All I got to say is when we found out about Maya, remember, we had to wait Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Keep in mind, this was on Entertainment Tonight. A lot of these storylines get press coverage when it's something big. Something is about to go down. Obviously, their anniversary is next month as well. Around this time, around March until September, October, Bo is hot. Bo is hot, okay? There's some things that you're, like, thinking right now, because I know a lot, because I've seen it so far. Everybody is questioning, why Steffi? Why Steffi? You got to think about it. Sheila has been a major threat to Steffi's family since day one, where her grandma, her grandpa, because of, of Sheila's quote-unquote shooting Taylor, Taylor missed out on a lot for Steffi's life. Yes, folks, and Sheila has done something to Thomas. Y'all remember? He, she cut his hair, too. Remember? Yes. So yep. there's a lot that Steffi, it's sort of like she's the one to defend the family's bloodline. Then he got that. Um, mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that to me, this was like a, like a CBS Monday night movie. Y'all remember Monday night, Tuesday night, and Sundays? Y'all was there for that. Candace, and I'm going to stop so you right good. there. You know what this was? Let's so go good. back a couple of years where Katie got murdered by drum roll, please. They left us off on a Friday, and then we came back all kinds of speculation because Monday was a holiday, and we came back on Tuesday with all kinds of speculation. The way they set this story up, you know that there's a second leg to it. What exactly the second leg? Everybody is speculating right now. Um, But both, kudos. I, I, I am so on board. And I've been, like, kind of, like, falling asleep at the wheel a little bit the last couple, you know, a little bit. Um, y'all, y'all, you woke me up. I got coffee. I got a Slim Jim. I'm good. Now, here's the thing. Sheila Carter is the last OG of villains, okay? And you're right. The last couple of years, the writing for Sheila hasn't been what we have known Sheila to be. Right. I kept, like, for the last, like, I think it was last week where you saw old Sheila trying to crash. And come out. Yes. Because yes. here's the thing. I know a lot of people are like, well, we didn't like this version of Sheila, but this is the this is one of the soap staples. Is when you are a quote unquote bad person and you fall in love, sometimes love will change you to being sort of a I'm gonna be honest, a wimpy wimpy person, depending on the writing. It can change your whole game as a villain and stuff like that and make you into a, a hero. Sheila was never supposed to be this in love, okay? That's what I kept saying. With Deacon, Deacon yeah. was trying to – here's the thing. Did he, does he love her? This is the question. Does Deacon love her? Yeah, yes. I think, honestly, yes, he grew. But, but he is Deacon. not right or die loved die. on her. Right, but not only that, yep. but Deacon was doing something that nobody else was able to do. Keep her con- calm. Keep her calm. Yep. You know? He tempered her. Think about, yeah, like, think about it. How many times did Sheila want to whack somebody? And Deacon is like, baby, 
Look at me. Look at me. Like kissing and stuff. Okay. And it made Candace, 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 Candace. We are all in this master class with you right now, and we all agree. But here's the thing. I, I love this ending, but everything that got us here, I'm back and forth with. Because you know right. what? I feel you. And, and Deacon was that. But we were all waiting before you stamped her and put her off the screen for a while. You should have let us have one of those Sheila unhinged, like well, straight up, okay, I know oh, she's yeah. not real. I know she's in my television, but I'm going to have a hard time falling asleep tonight kind of moments. Oh, yeah. And, and, I think, and, and, and we deserve I, that as fans. But having said that, though. We definitely deserve that. Yeah. Having said that, though, I see what you're doing, both. We ain't going to say any more. We're not going to blow your spot, but we're waiting for what you're going to deliver to us. All I know is the question is, who is when Ben finds out? Because here's the thing. Okay, we might as well do this. Ben Candace, I think you and I are in agreement. If you're yes. about to say that this should push him into the Sheila Carter son, Finn, that he should be for a while on both, I am so there with you. I'm here because it's my hope it's time for Finn. Okay. I, I, I feel as though sometimes when I say this, people are like, well, what did he do? He hasn't done anything. And this is this is an issue. And, by the way, Michelle Von Jean, Girl, I will miss you. Real quick, she's acting after 12, 13 years of being a bold writer to, you know, enjoy life. So we want to wish her well. But I have to fault the writers on this because with Finn, I think people forget that he has a temper. Finn has a temper. Y'all remember he beat up Vinny? Not you, Vinny, but another Vinny. (laughs) Um, But he beat up Vinny. He has an anger. Yeah, Thomas has been Right. Yeah. He has a little anger, but you guys probably don't know because they don't really press on don't. it as hard. They just give oh. us flashes of it. But it's right. time for them to give us the fire. Because it's the thing. We still don't know what happened to that patient that Finn was with prior to Steffi. Yeah. Oh, my God, to, yeah. Go back to 2020. See, this is oh, yeah. like like there's little like there's little thickets, like little moments, right? Okay. And let's be honest, he doesn't like Liam, right? What's now 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 come on you guys, work with me. Hold hold my hand as we go down this tunnel together. Finn already has the heat for Liam. He has he's been trying to be a good person and on Steffi's side when it comes down to Sheila. If Steph, if Finn finds out Steffi knocked off his mama, you know this is going to push him to some degree. But you would think, now first and foremost, you would probably think that would push him over the edge. No, 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 because Finn no. knows. No. Wait a minute, Ebony. Okay, see if you're going with me, okay? There is something yep. else that will actually push over the edge. Yep. There's a certain Go-go. secret. There's a certain secret yep. that has Go-go. now been a, almost a year now that Steffi never told. The secret is that Liam and her kissed. Not once. Yeah, that hasn't come out. Not twice. Nope. Nope. That nope. Has, nope. That hasn't come out. out. So you right out. now, 
But the thing is, is that in Sin's eyesight, and real quick, disclosure, I like Sin and Steffi, and I like Liam and Steffi. I'm actually, I'm a shipper of all of them, but I can see real when I, te- when I see something, right? The fact is, is that Sin is not going to be like, oh, Steffi, I understand. You already, his mom is dead, one, allegedly. Two, Steffi, you better tell him the truth, because if you keep this from him, this is going to push him closer to the edge. And when Liam tells or somebody finds out that y'all two have been smacking lips, that's when Finn is going to go off. Ashley Bowe, if you want, go ahead and do and girl, it so we can girl, find out girl, what happens girl, to the other right, guy. Ride the cyclone with me, the, you know, uh, Coney Island cyclone. Best okay. roller coaster in the world. Can I you know... You know how this is all going to come out, and it's got a capital H-O-P-E. It is all going to circle back, and we're going to see the, the final explosion between these four slash five characters, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw Thomas into that mix, too. It, they're going to drag this out for a while, and, and it is going to be epic, and it is going to give us the... Sheila version of Finn that we have never seen and we've all been waiting to see. I'm I'm just I'm just worried that because actually you know what I don't think Hope is going to you know what I actually think Liam is going to be the one to say it because because here's the thing it's too predictable because here's the thing okay if Hope finds out about Liam and Stassi then Hope is going to be the one to say it to Liam's face. I knew it. Because remember, that was the whole situation of the situation. Uh-huh. Hope feels as though Liam always goes back to Steffi. I've always said that Liam and Steffi would talk about it and somebody would overhear it. And my main fear was at the time, Sheila, to get as, you know, the blackmail Steffi into letting um, her see the children. And back into the life, yeah. Right. Yeah. But now I'm starting to look at Liam because in my eyesight, we need, and look, I, first and foremost, I want to, I want to say this. For those who keep saying that, okay, they don't got Liam doing anything, I'm just going to put this out there. Scott Clifton, Annika Noel, Jackie McKenzie Woods have, have literally been the front burner. No, no disrespect to, to Thorsten, to Catherine and stuff, but they've been the, 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 the front for a very long time. And, yes, this is the thing. They all took vacations. They're allowed to take vacations. That's why we saw the second part of the show being shown. But now that they're back, they're back and we're getting more play. My thing is about Liam. Liam is, is we're about to go into, hopefully, the Bill Spencer era with him, meaning I need Liam to be a little dark. I need for him to be, like, Honey. You know, I love, no, I honey, didn't. I agree with you 110%, and I love you, but they are not going to give us dark limb. They're going to give us... They're going to give us... Because Liam is the linchpin of the moral center. Liam is the Elizabeth Baldwin of the bold and the beautiful. Liam is that linchpin center that shines the mirror to everybody else. They'll give us a condition just like they did when he was with, with Quinn. 
They'll give us a reason that he goes off the off the Liam path for a while, but they won't let him go dark. They're going to combine it with something else because Liam plays that well, role for the show. All right, so I'm going to put my two cents in just from a very new watcher, and I I've known and heard that Liam is obsessed with Steffi, or to the point where. He wants yeah. to be with her. He's trying to get her away from Finn, and or he he blames Finn for all the problems with Sheila and everything, uh, because you know she's married to Finn. So here here's here's my question: Will that obsession turn him dark? That obsession no. with 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 Steph? No. Here's it, they'll make us think, and they will dangle it, but in the end they will present us something that absolves Liam from actually being dark, that there was a motive, there was a reason, there was a brain tumor, whatever. They, they don't do brain tumors usually, but, you know, you never know. They won't give him actually I'm going to the dark side. They're going to make it that something is ascending with him that allows him to make that choice. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get Liam, it. Liam is the moral character that they hold on to, no matter what happens. He's always got a reason for going back to Hope and then going back to Steffi and then talking to his dad about the way his dad has treated women and then going to Brooke and saying, look at the example you set for your kids. Liam is that character, and they're not, I, I promise you this, they're not going to destroy that. They will pair it with a reason that he goes off the Liam rails just like they did about five and a half years ago when Liam actually had a romance with Quinn. Liam thought he was in love with Candace. Well, a couple people, Quinn, Adam, uh, Eve, uh, I mean, Ivy, good Lord. I'm like going over the place. We got Hope, Jesse, we got, who else did he fall in love with? All right. So looking at the time that we have, let's uh let's hop a quick little jet plane to Genoa City. And yeah. Candace, girl, come on. Girl, I, I, I this is your show. I know you've got a couple things to say. Yes. Um so mm-hmm. young Russell and me, we are going to therapy again. Um mm-hmm. it's about that time of the year where we you have got our room therapy. for one more. Um, yeah, anybody seriously. else would like to um, come to couples therapy? Um, we are doing it. We're going to make this quadruple therapy. We're all there yep, with you, girl. We're doing it. We're yep. doing it every Wednesday. Uh, if you would like to bring some food, you can because we'll be there for a long time. Um, so with Younger Rustlers, okay. So we got Billy who wants to add Abbott to Chancellor Winters and make it Abbott Chancellor Winters or Winter, whatever. I don't care anymore. Um, we got LinkedIn, literally half the Young and Russell's is LinkedIn, literally. Um, we got Tessa, Tessa is now, I can't believe this, she's now giving up her singing career to be the manager of society. Y'all figure that one out. Um, let's see, what else Girl, is, yeah, um, I hurt, I hurt, My, I'm hurting, God. Um, let's see, Phyllis is still obsessed. She's like Mariah Carey. Why are you obsessed with me? Danny wants to know that. But Danny, at the same time, you're not saying no. So I don't know. Then you got Cricket and Phyllis. You know, I thought it was okay, but now I'm starting to not like this at all. 
then you got uh, oh uh 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 Tucker and Audra Audra and Tucker that then you got Ashley Susan Abbott I guess that we got DID Josh please do not hold on wait a minute hold on Jelby Jed Jed Selby that's right I'm calling you out. I know we're not doing this, but okay. Um, so okay, hold up, hold up, stop right there, stop the presses, because I'm going to disagree with both of you, and I'm going to say it. It's been done by, um, you know, the girl that played Connie, and, and it was good. Well, I cannot remember her name anymore. Kelly Sullivan. Um, been... uh, Kelly Sullivan. And the yeah, one before, oh, I know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Kelly Sullivan, I'm sorry, girl, you got it. You get your hit, girl. Vic, Victoria Lord, Erica Slezak, yes. You played a boy. You played an angel. You, oh, girl, please. And, 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 and you Jane know, Nikki Smith. Mm. Jane Elliott. Uh-huh. I, I'm going to say this. No, 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 no. I, we can we can play all the taxi pe- peas. Yes, we can play all the people that have done this. But Eileen Davidson has been sucking banks. I, I, Eileen Davidson, girl. I'm sorry if they want to go down the DID route. I, I'm okay with it if you go all the way. You gotta give us more than just one personality. Then, we need a new, then, then I'm sorry to say this, we need a new writer. Because here's the problem. This is the okay. Okay, this is Candace's take on what's happening right now. Younger Russ is right now. The show, okay, it's a hundred percent, but seventy percent of the show is LinkedIn, and thirty percent is dark. When I say dark, it's like giving me the vibe of. <laughs> Somebody about to die, okay? Bye. Yes. Uh-huh. The problem is uh-huh. that all of this is stemming from Tucker. You see what I'm saying? Now, yes, Ashley and Tucker have a complicated history, okay? But you're not playing it to a certain degree because, first and foremost, he's gaslighting Ashley. We know Ashley has mental health issues. We know this. To me, it would make more sense. Like, if something is not clicking with this story for me, and that's fine. That's okay. But for Baby, everybody else who's watching. Let me throw this supposition out to you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say the name. Diane. I, I mean, I know it's a, it's a Diane. I know Diane and Tucker. I still, you know, I'm still on the island by myself sometimes. That Diane and Tucker are working together to take down. Huh? No, no, honey. Look at look at the, what we've been given in the last two weeks. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's going to be Ashley goes off the rails, and we're going to get the Tucker Diane connection. Oh yeah, and I, I mean, I, I, but I'm also thinking somebody's going to die. That's the, because here's okay. I feel as though it's too easy for Tucker because Tucker does have a target on his back by some a lot of people. But I'm looking at a certain young lady who all of a sudden uh-huh. now, and, 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 and when she said, oh, me and Tucker are a couple now, girl, girl, yep. now, now you're baiting. Now you're baiting. Like, they're playing Audra too heavy, and I like the actress who play Audra, but I feel as though the writing, something's not, again, 
something is clicking with that, and I'm that's why I'm saying I'm hoping it's not a DID situation. I'm actually hoping, in all honesty, I want Ashley. Yeah, obviously her mental health is is you know at play, but I'm just saying like to me, I'm DID fatigued, folks. I'm sorry. Um, you can thank Days of Lives for that. Um, but I'm just looking she, at it. It's just like thank okay, Josh's first round with it. Well, okay. But, but, well, I, okay. Candace, wait a I, I hear you. Wait a minute. Let me let me say something to um, David real quick. Here's the thing about Josh. It's actually not. He's been at shows. He was over there at One Life to Live. So if anything, yeah. you yeah. know, he he was there for he was there for the Hall of Famer. Erica, freaking yep. that, okay? Yeah. He was over there at okay. Walt Turns with Royce and um. He was there. He was there at like Days of Our Lives. So to me, I can't say, and not for nothing, folks, ladies and gentlemen, and you know, sadly we did lose somebody earlier today. Uh, e. Duke Vincent. Some of you guys may know him if you watch Aaron Spelling's shows. He was the name underneath. He passed away. Josh oh, Pitt, Duke. Yeah, Duke. Just died. Yeah, Duke. But here's the thing. Josh was over there at Sunset Beach, baby. Sunset Beach did a DID storyline. I can't. Uh-uh. I'm not giving Joby any passes. I'm sorry. To me, you, this is, you, I'm going to be honest, this yeah. to me is a last resort. This is a last no. resort. No, no. I'm sorry, I Candace. Was, if I it was, was thinking if more it, because of Jason Thompson. They were, it looked you. like they were taking, they were taking, that was supposed to be DID in it didn't really turn much into anything. It, okay, I'm going to say this. It, sh- it actually should have been. It should have been a, not a DID storyline, it should have been a DID as a symptom of the PS, uh, 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 post-traumatic PTSD. Right. Post, yeah, PTSD storyline. That should have been the secondary piece of it. But I, I, Candace, I love you, but I'm going to disagree here. If if you're going to throw a DID storyline out there in the universe, okay, Jane Elliott, they did not give her – the writing was just too bad for that. Um, but on the canvas right right now, who's on the canvases? Laura Wright could definitely do a great DID storyline. Lauren Coslow could do a great DID storyline. Deidre Hall, Ari Zucker. Uh, you know, Days of Our Lives, there are so many characters and, and actresses of the caliber. And then you have Eileen Davidson. If they actually play it that way, oh, my God, how much fun we could have with this. I'm going her... to say this. The story... Let her fully the... fracture. Well, I'm going to say this. The storyline for me is not my cup of tea right now, but Eileen Davidson is pulling me through. And that's a lot of actors on these shows. Like the last two weeks, they've literally been pulling me through the storyline. I will absolutely agree with you. Same thing with with Michelle Stafford. Because, again, I'm in a place where – I, this is not the Phyllis 
you know, you can you can get life experience and growth, et cetera, et cetera, and traumas, but you know, deep down inside, people are who they are, and you present this in in the storylines that you give to us. So, uh, come on, roll, 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 fill us in, and give us the fillers that we need to see. Do you feel as though they're going to try to wait till Michelle's anniversary episode to do it? Yes. And I will forgive them if they give us the epic showdown we've all... Candace, haven't you always been waiting for it? Because you know they've never all... Phyllis versus herself? Oh, yeah, I've been waiting for that showdown for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and that's what... And and this is what I'm... Like, for me, okay, if you're going to... And I've said this about Lily and Daniel, Okay. I love Lily and Daniel. That was like, I loved them back in the day, right? Okay. Yeah. Same thing with Daniel, with Danny and Cricket. Here's the thing. As an old fan. Amber. And, go, ooh, go ahead. Ooh, child. Ooh, child. Man, woo. Let, we, you know we, how I do. We'll do that later. But the thing is, yeah. is that with those two couples, as an OG fan, it's now 2024. You, yep. as the writer, even though you wasn't there for some of it, you need to convince me, as well as new fans, why they need to be together. You need to show me that Phyllis, who said, oh, I changed. I changed. I'm not going to do this stuff because, baby, you got one more strike and you're out. To me, I see the desperation in Phyllis because when I'm, I'm like, okay, Phyllis, you can't get Nick back. I mean, you could, but you, but right now that's not what the show is trying to do. You could have had some Adam, but now that I think about it, no. Then you had Jack, and the thing is, is that Jack, Diane, and Phyllis, okay, it was okay, and then it went too far. You had other obligations as Ash, Ashlyn and Tucker and, and whatnot, you, and, and Jeremy Stark, hello. But you're, you're having Phyllis fixated on the past. And I'm like, okay. But she needs to grow up a little bit. And that's probably what's a lot of these shows mm-hmm. right now is I'm seeing characters kind of just be yeah. in one, like one little, like little square instead of moving and growing. But the cricket and Phyllis, yeah, okay, it's been 30 years in the making. Obviously, Danny and Cricket are trying to see if they can make it in today's world with all their hopes and dreams. Because, again, because of Phyllis, Danny and Cricket got derailed because of Phyllis. Right. So, and obviously Paul and all that stuff. So, to me, the writers need to have that final moment where Danny tells Phyllis, put your shirt on. It's embarrassing to have your bra on in a, in a public restaurant. I'm stop teasing you. I'm going to stop, you know, leading you on. We're done. There's nothing still solid. Not a, not a, not a thing. And I need Phyllis to understand that, yeah, it's okay to, you know, reminisce, but you can't, because you're desperate, baby, you can't be doing okay. this. All right, Candace, I agree with you 110% on everything you said, but I'm going to give the other kind of shading to it. Okay. Danny, Young and the Restless, 
listen, pay attention, Josh, pay attention. Dolby. Do something that has never been done before. Give us the conversation with all three of them there where he finally admits, you were always my second choice. You were always my backup plan. Yes, we had the chemistry. Yes, we had the, the heat between us. But I didn't like you. You were always my second choice. Give us that conversation. And no, let let choice, though. Remember how it started. She was obsessed with him to the point she lied about that baby. Okay, but Candace, honestly, though, think about it. How many times did he play into it, too? And how many times, because of Daniel, did they have moments that were actually real and genuine in those relationships? I agree, but I look at it as that Danny, Danny had, because I look at it like this, I'm, I literally was having this conversation with somebody because somebody didn't know that Daniel was not Danny Romilotti's biological child. And I said, Danny did something that a lot of guys, or, you know, I'm not saying a lot of guys, but soap guys, you know, or in real life too. Do you take on the responsibility of being a father? Or do you just say, you know, deuces, is it fair to that child? Or, you know what I'm saying? So I always said that Danny okay, but Candace, was that I'm sorry. Guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cheers, 4th of July fireworks. You don't take on that responsibility if you also don't feel something. Pity, I want to help. I know that this person, meaning the mother, you don't take on that responsibility without having the agreement of the responsibility you take on with the mother, too. And so at this point, you, we could settle all of this by him finally admitting you were always a great and amazing. And it would have been an interesting hot life, but you were always the second choice. Same energy, back to one, still oh, as a new person, do you feel that that angst that that we all feel as long term viewers? Uh, to be completely honest, I've been getting bored of YNR. I and and I may and I brought this up on my uh, on my podcast last week. I feel no, like I'll there's you, a lot of I'm bored too. There's, but I'm trying to hang there's in there. a lot of there's a lot of stories on Y&R that are just moving as slow as molasses. And I'm all about long-term seller storytelling, but I, and maybe, and maybe it's because I don't know the history of the characters, but, um, you know, you brought up Tucker and Ashley. I feel like that storyline is just going around and around and around in circles. And there needs to be an end game somewhere. Give me you know? something. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. okay, she she remembers it one way. She remembers it another way. Well, where's the where's where's the 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 catalyst to move it to the next step? Did Tucker really pay off the the waiter, or is she imagining the uh, fact that he th broke the glass and threw down the chair? I, I I'm so sick and tired about seeing those those two versions of the flashbacks that it's just. I, I, I'm done. I'm done with it. 
like okay, it, yes. it's got to move on. I'm going to jump right there on you. The, the dueling flashbacks, we've had enough. It's time for you to yeah. give us a clue as to what the reality is. The dueling mm-hmm. flashbacks has served their purpose. We're done with that. Let's move on. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but when it comes to, you know, Phyllis and Danny and Cricket, like, I'm still learning the characters. I, 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 I watch the episodes. I feel like Danny is one of those characters that wants his cake and to eat it too, so he's playing both of them. You know, he, he's given outside he, to Phyllis, even though he's, even though he's being fir- kind of firm with her, but at the same time, he's allowing he's her to the play door her open. Game. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So he's allowing her to flirt. He's allowing her to, to make those, those snarky comments towards Cricket. And, you know, he wants to spend time with Cricket and get closer to her, but at the same time, he's allowing Phyllis. He's not putting a boundary to say, hey, I want to be here. You need to stop. Um, so he's allowing it to happen. So whatever happens, it's on him. David? Uh, yeah, I think I have to agree with Vinny there. It seems like he he's tired of both of them. He's put... It is on him, but he's putting it both. He's putting it on both of them because he's he's tired of the bickering. But Mm-mm. in a way, Christine nope. says, "Well, you're putting up with it. Put your foot down." And he's just letting it roll. We- David, he's not tired of the bickering. He's enjoying it. I know. I think he's getting an yeah. ego. An ego upward uh-huh. from the fact that two women are fighting over him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's bringing himself back to the young zero, you know, hey, kids, rock and roll, rock and You know, it, no, I'm he sorry. Wants, no, he, he wants it. He's he enjoying it. He's not tired or weary of it. Don't, don't disrespect No, that's that. what he's just saying. <laughs> I know. Don't disrespect that song. You know, it's going to sing the old Stay by the Bell theme song. <laughs> All right, no, seriously, you're right, you're right, you're right, girl. And yeah. I, I do, I do have to say this though. We have no information. We'll come back in two weeks. We'll probably have all the scoop at that point. But if Victoria Rowell is coming back to the end of the rest of the Mama. All right, Vinny, you've been more in the background this evening. Talk to us about the last two weeks of days of our lives. Uh, let's see. Well, to be honest, I, I, I'm still catching up on days. And for, for those of you that are listening, I was not here uh, the last episode. My grandmother had passed away. So I was, you know, dealing with a lot of the stuff for her funeral. And I'm still getting caught up on a lot of the soaps. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm a few episodes behind on days. What I will say, um, what I will say is, I I really I'm very torn. I'm very interested in the Everett Bobby um, yeah. Stephanie Jada storyline because it's it's almost like it's a new twist on it. Unless Everett is superb at faking everybody out, 
the fact that he doesn't remember anything from before the accident, or exactly, or from what he says, he doesn't remember anything from the accident. I I, I like the new twist on the amnesia storyline because he remembers being with Stephanie, but he doesn't remember Jada that he was allegedly cheating on. So unless there's a twin somewhere out there, or if, you know, there was something where, you know, he, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm invested. Okay. I'm invested uh, in that storyline. All right. All right. Candace, step up to the mic for a moment. Because didn't we both, didn't you and I both tell you so uh, a month ago? Girl? Yes. Didn't yes. we both say this is exactly where this storyline was going, right? Can't, I can't with some of the storylines right now. Uh, but, yeah. I, yeah. I do have to say this, though. I, I love Everett. <laughs> I, you know, I am willing to overlook some of the soap tropes. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'm really down with the character. Keep it coming. Having said that, though, this is one of the dumbest storylines. Thank you. David? Yes, David, I agree. David? I, no, um, I, Dave, you I, keep setting up. me intrigued up, as much no, as it David, does David, me. hold on. Let me say this before you go on. Dave, you keep setting us up for greatness, and then two or three episodes happen, and we're like, what the? You know, like asparagus. Show. What the asparagus did you just do? David, go ahead. Um, I'm with Vinny because this has me intrigued as well, even though, I don't know, it's, the story is sort of lame. There's, I have a, there's a huge nagging feeling that he's faking everybody out because uh, I can see a possibility that, that there's some other case. He, that's the only way out. And if it's DID, please. Please no. No. Please no. Leave that to no. in the young in Genoa City. We 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 had a DID storyline. Abby. Abby is dead and buried. Please don't give us another one here. Go on, Davis. I I just. Uh, well, I'm going to bide my time with it, but like I said, I I think deep down, I think he's faking it, and he's making it look pretty good. And I got to tell you, for the longest time, because they didn't show this for a while, and they never showed him with Jada, I always thought there were two different people for a minute, because not, not just <laughs> because of that, it's just how they were placing the scenes or, yes. you, know, the, yep. you know what I mean, yep. talking about? No, David, David, that's exactly what they want you to think, and God bless. I, thank you for saying that, Candace. Yes. They're playing this. You know where they're going, right, girl? Here's a story about a man named Jed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first and foremost, Blake... Blake, Abigail, and e. all you guys, I'm giving you a round of applause. 
Yeah. Yeah. You guys are you guys are carrying me through this storyline. I was so because here's the thing. Every time that Everett or whatever his name is saw Jada, all of a sudden, oh shoot, I gotta go somewhere else. Tiptoe yeah. through the window, and I'm like, okay. Mm. To me, I, I y'all know where I stand at with the storyline. First and foremost, Everett, I don't trust you as far as I can throw you. Safi, Stephanie, Stephanie, Safi, girl, you too, you too deep with him. Like, girl, we need to. Talk, I need to talk to your parents about this because I don't know mm-hmm. you right mm-hmm. now. I, I don't, no, 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 wait, no, 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 wait, wait, no, because no, Kenneth, Kenneth, no, Kenneth, no, what? you know it. What? They have a secret. You know it. They have a secret. And then it all makes sense. Here's a secret that I want to know. You want to know what secret I want to know? Go ahead. You got in the storyline? You want to know? Yeah. My, 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 my secret I want to know is, okay, outside of this, every did you set the house on fire? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Are you thinking? But this, you're thinking but along Jesus the same thing. I more. Something to... Wait a minute. There's yeah. another secret yeah. I want to know. Oh, there you go. One more. I've been telling you, Candace, there's one more. Go ahead, girl. There's, well, there's three of them, actually. I have three, but I'm going to give you two. One, who are you connected to family-wise? Okay, that Anthony. wasn't where I'm going, but no, that's a no. good question. Anthony, no, yeah. think about it. Who do you know. think he is related to on this canvas? Take a look at your spread. Take a look at your spread. Yeah. And if he did set the fire, who is he connected to? Uh, that has the outs for the Horton. Oh! Okay. Yeah, give me number okay. three, girl, because that's the now, one I'm, that's the one I'm most connected three. to. Number yeah. three, who is, like, okay, I had two, because at first I said, does he have a child? And I was like, no, I don't need that in my life. But That, that has something against the Hortons? No. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. No, nope. no, nope. okay. nope. nope. Go ahead, girl. Wait a minute, hold on. Wait a minute, to help David out. My question yep. regarding Everett is, did he set the house on fire? One. Two. Who is he connected to that if he did set Fam- the house on yep. fire, who, what family is something. he connected to? Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. yep, yep. My Keep, going, one, Keep going. But my third was saying, is he connect, does he have a child in Salem? But I was like, heck to the nun now. No, no. Then yeah, yeah. I said, go, then go. I, well, go ahead, Anthony, you do it, because you're, you're too high. Go ahead, go no, ahead, do it. Do it. No, 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 go, 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 you deserve this, Candace, go, 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 I ain't saying it until you go, go, you do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony. No, no, I'm going to say this. You can rule all of those other scenarios out because... The yeah. only story on that makes complete sense is if he's next. If he's next. Yes! Yes! <laughs> okay, so in case you, if you guys didn't hear me, I said, unless this is really Nick Fallon. 
And this has been the fan theory yep. from Jump. Yep. I will say this. If they do it, see, this, okay, let me, and let me preface this. We are still seeing Sherry Anderson's work, okay? We will not see okay, Ron's stuff. Strike. Yeah, the we're strike material strike. is still being, being shown. We will not see Ron's stuff until May, early June. They're going to have to play some heavy beats with this, very heavy beats, because we also, Nick did, you do got Gabby coming back. I think we can we can say that we can we can say well obviously we can know, say that yeah yeah y'all y'all know okay. seven episodes yeah so Go ahead. seven episodes um it's 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 you got to think about that because Gabby was you know dad Gabby you got you going back to jail um but if they do that like I said they're gonna have to really push story as to wait a minute how what who when why okay. If they, but see, I'm I'm kind of on the fence. I'm on the fence, Anthony. You know why I'm on the fence with this story. I do, but I'm gonna give you the antidote to that. They had to let go and say goodbye to the powerhouses that they had. So where do you take storylines? What umbrella piece do you use to unite what's happening on the canvas? Go, go. You got a lot. You know I'm right, don't you? I hear when he's right, y'all. <laughs> I mean, you the woman in the girl, but you know I'm right. I hear you. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. If it plays out the way we think it is, but see, okay, like I said, then Ron, if they play and they flush this storyline out, because here's the thing, they're going to have to flush this out, and that will go into May. Girl, remember, it's already all been filmed seven months ago. I know yeah. that. But we got to remember, though, that was seven months ago. We got to remember that Ron and them came back. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's five, eight days, real quick. Um, we need to talk to you. Because, um, real quick, Susan Hayes did an interview um, early that week, yeah. today. Okay, go. And, um, yeah, talk about it. Um, they've already discussed certain things. They have not made a decision, but they will keep Susan in the loop. Um. Because they take 5,629 years into the future, right? there may be some things here and there that will happen and won't happen. This is what I'm trying to say about Dave. I'm hoping that they flush the storyline out because, in all honesty, Dave, you have a couple of storylines that are because of behind-the-scenes stuff has stopped and it's fizzed. There's some storylines that it's supposed to be an umbrella storyline, but the rain must have stopped and the umbrella was put away. Okay, girl, I'm going to stop you there. There's a way, and you and I both know it. 
being the lifelong self-pains that we are, there is a way for them to coalesce this all together. They just need to let what's going to happen for the next, like, four weeks happen and then put it all together in the umbrella storyline that makes sense. Right? I mean, yeah, if they do it. Because I'm Are they brave trying, enough? Will they I'm, do I'm, it? Like, yeah, will they do it? But I'm also, like, scratching my head because, okay, real quick, quick summary of, of Salem. Clyde is the mastermind behind everybody. Yeah. Yep. He even got, well, this is what doesn't make sense to me. Can somebody help me out? How does Clyde got Ava, not Jerome, but Ava taking in her boots? <laughs> I wish I could help yeah. you with that one. Okay, because um, Claude has gotten away with everything that he set in motion up to this point. He's not in jail because he was busted on his crap. He's so think about it. Ava's well, looking at really that. Ava's looking at that and saying, "On the long term scheme, I've been here before. I know." The long game. Am I gonna discount this? No. I'm gonna say, all right. I'm gonna give you the chance to make me believe this. But still, something's not. Something's not, and and then you got what's called over there doing his bidding. Stephon doing his bit. Like first of all, Gabby's getting beat up in jail, breaking breaking legs and all that stuff. Right. Her, mm-hmm. her, the love of her life sleeps with Ava, and now the love of her life is taking bids, taking directions from Clyde to go ahead and shoot Harris. So in the alternate universe, Johnny Sakura shot Jason Morgan. There you go, folks. <laughs> and Carly mm-hmm. was there to witness this. Just they, about it. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. trying to figure out what. You know what? No. Okay. Absolutely, no but on the other side of that is it's giving us the chance to invest and heal. You know it. Mm-hmm. I know it. David, am I wrong? Invest and feel in Ava and Harris? Well, we all know what's happening with Harris, but yes, yeah. in mm-hmm. Ava and in Stefan. Stefan, uh, right. I I don't know where okay. he is at. Okay. He's just... My grandmother was very fond of the words, mark my words. They're going to shove that down our throats that we have to understand that there was such a torn, there was such a... You know, I, I still had the feelings that I had when I wasn't a real person, and I still had the feelings that I had when I was a real person. And you have to understand that I couldn't make that choice. Oh! And we're going to be expected to empathize with that. Candace? I mean... I'm trying to find some kind of feeling. 
I'm really right. I'm, 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 I'm looking at my heart right now. No, I feel you. So we'll leave it yeah. there, and we'll come yeah. back in two weeks. Oh, wait a minute. Anybody um, said that um, Tripp and um, um, Wendy um, got kidnapped? Yeah, I, I almost really, saw it coming. Yeah, I'm not feeling it because it was just so random. Random? No, fuck. No. Uh, not random. It was so predictable. Placed there for uh, predictable. Thank you, Vinny. It was so placed there for what was going to happen. It didn't have the impact that it could have had. Because we all knew what was going to happen. Wait a minute. You know what? This, okay, I'm, okay, real quick. I'm just going to say this. Uh-huh. I feel as though Tripp and Wendy, on paper, was a good idea. Right? From beyond yep. to, to now, right? Yep. And I've always yep. said yep. this. Yep. If, if you guys watch Beyond Salem 2, you notice the writing for Wendy, and I'm going to use Wendy alone, has definitely yep. changed. They mm-hmm. have made, yep. and, and, the, and Victoria's Grace, who plays her, I love her and everything, but I feel as though they're doing her wrong because I feel as though Wendy is not the Wendy that I was introduced to. To me, she's just vanilla. Trip, baby, okay, Dave, we, we had something cooking. When you brought him back from the dead. Because I, yeah. I thought go, you were go, going to go, have go, him go. be. But I thought you were going to have him be a baddie instead of this. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's always been. I'm following the story too. Yep, yep, yep. Right, he's always <laughs> been second choice. Even with his own mama. A ghost is better than you, Trip. So, like, seriously, I thought they were going to do something. With this pairing, I just, I'm not feeling it. I understand you got to have, of course, we always say this, have the young couples on the soap. But to me, I need some push. I need something. But all honesty, this was a, this was a bland version, a bland version of something that happened on General Hospital a couple of years ago, like many moons ago, when they threw Elizabeth Imogene Weber and Zan Smith in the yeah. bed together. And yeah. bada bing, bada boom, like we had some good material there. I'm just like, this was so random because we know that this is all Clyde, you know, Ava and all that stuff. But I don't know. What, what else is me? What, 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 what's the next show we're talking about? Oh, congratulations, Johnny Isabel. Yay! All right. At the same time, I'm mad about that, too. I'm going to say one thing before we go to General Hospital. Dave. I give you the kudos for trying to give us every storyline that we want to watch in a period of sleeps. Having said that, okay, let's take the red eye to poor Charles. There is so... Vinny, you're the newest one. I've been watching poor Charles since I'm, you know, both versions. Anthony, come back to your phone. You sound a little far. What? Yeah, are, you, are you going away, yeah. Anthony? Yeah, you sound a little far. Oh, okay. Am I here? Yeah. Yes. I can yeah. hear you. Thing, I've been watching the ongoings in Port Charles since I'm three 
years old. Mm-hmm. I want to file for divorce right now. These people, they are not my people. Candace, go. Yep. Okay, so last Friday was Dan and Chris' last um, script. We're still getting the outlines. Uh, Elizabeth Corey is still writing, so is still doing the script until Patrick, so y'all going to see that mid-March, early April. Dan and Chris wanted me to tell all of y'all at General Hospital, I can't say it on here because we're a family show. So I'm going to say... Y'all know the song Frozen? Y'all remember the, show, the song <laughs> Let It Go? Let It Go. Let it go. Okay. Take the let and put it in with the F word. Because that's literally what they were saying. Okay? They blew yeah, all girl. the chips up. They blew everything. They was like. <laughs> girl. They were like. Girl. Girl. Wait, girl. Hold on. They sent off every firework and they blew up almost every single storyline that was every happening. Day, every couple, every, every day. day. It's like, okay, wait a minute. For those, okay, y'all remember Mean Girls? Y'all remember Mean Girls, right? You yeah. know that scene where Regina is in the hallway and everybody's like running around acting like their their heads were cut off? Literally, that is like cruel intentions. At the end when they give what's called the, the diary and everything, everything has blown up on this show. And I'm going to say this right now. Elizabeth, you, you have, you've been there. But Patrick has it. I'm going to need some heavy structure. General Hospital, go on, go on replay, repeat for like at least six weeks until y'all get the new material together. Um, but right now, okay, okay, so let so wait, so we got a lot to uncover here. Oh, so, girl. Come on, girl. Come the, on. The big reveal that has been almost close to three years in the making about Jackson, Michael, and Sonny. So Sonny put two and two together and called for Michael. Michael knew he was in trouble. And when Sonny saw him, he Michael was like, yeah, you want to see me? Yeah, what up, Judas? Right? Okay. Now, wait. Pause. So then Jackson, Sonny, right? And here comes Carly. Carly's like saying, well, Michael did this and da 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 Basically covering for her son instead of Sonny going after Michael, which has been a yep. two-decade lead-up. Because, again, what did Sonny do to Michael? Kill her father! But we don't remember yep. that. We don't. We pretend <laughs> not to know that. So it's like, okay, that, that, that whole build-up is kibosh. Right? Jax is gone. Jocelyn is freaking out. She's no, like, I don't know where Kenneth, she is. No, but Kenneth, stop right there for a moment. Mm-hmm. If they had chosen to go in that direction, you killed my father. You killed your own son. Yep. How epic. Let me, let me just I say I want this. to use the F, blank, 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 I-N-G word right, right now. It would have been. How epic. It would have been. It would have been almost like it actually would top. It would have topped Hollow Wedding. It would have topped Hollow Wedding. And yeah. that's the, like okay. We talk about, you know, and this is actually trending on Twitter right now. You know, like a lot of people are talking about the things Dan and Chris didn't do. Here's the thing, Dan and Chris. I know it's hard to be a soap writer. Trust and believe. But you and you did some good on this show. You did. But the majority of us are going to remember you for these epic build-ups, and they was right. They were let down. The thing is, it's like we just said, the war between Sonny and Michael literally 
has been almost 30, 25 to 30 years in the making, okay? You had you really took away his real parenting, right, parenting his family, right? You groomed him to be the golden child while you have Christina over there. We'll get to her in a minute. You've, you've killed his father. You've killed his brother. Technically, you were responsible, even though, for his brother's death. You've caused his mother to have a lot of turmoil in her life, good and bad and ugly. A, you, a and, emotional breakdown that put her into the sanatorium of, mm-hmm. yep, girl, yeah, keep yeah, going. Like, there's a lot of heat between Sonny and Michael, and I don't understand, General Hospital, why you're afraid to do that. If I could have Philip go after Alan, if I could have um, uh, 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 Clinton and them to go after Asa, if I can have Philip and all of them on Days While I go after such and such, if I can have Victor's kids sue the crap out of Victor, why can't I have this moment on General Hospital? I don't understand. Crap, we had Lucky go after Luke. Okay, so I don't understand all of that. Now, now, on the flip now, side. Well, hold on. Candace, let me, let, me, let me chime in for a second. Yeah, I, I, really think, ahead, I, really think, I really think in this storyline, I agree. There should be, Michael should have has kept his backbone about going after Sonny. I'm okay. a huge Sonny fan, and, and, and absolutely. And, and, I, and I know Candace is going to get the reference, but I really think they need to bring in some ideas from the WWE and the Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio storyline. Because okay. that was fan, that was fantastic writing, and I I really loved the Dominic Mysterio character when he first turned on his father, and I think we okay. need to see Michael in that realm. Vinny, I love you. Yeah. I feel you. I I, I I think in the WWE world. That works well. In the soap world, we need the resolution of why Michael got here. The fact that he was yeah. 12 years old and put into a coma. Yeah. We can't present those those ideas in the world that you're presenting. Oh, I no, feel you. Wait a minute, Anthony. I got to kind of bridge in here because here's the thing. They do... Okay, fans of wrestling, just like with Soap, we all know the history of these characters to the point yep. where, all right, when Michael got arrested, go back to this episode, and the judge has said the reason that Michael got here was because of the influence of Carly, Sonny, <laughs> and Jason. And you think about all the stuff that Carly allowed her son to be exposed to, you right. think about the fact that Jason had to give up his own, raising his own kids because of this lifestyle. Sonny, look, Sonny got a bad curse, okay? He's cursed. But the fact that Michael got, remember, because of what happened and him being sentenced to jail, the boy got raped. Yeah. Forward, Michael has tried to please both sides of the fence. It wasn't until Hollow Wedding when he got when he first realized 
wait a second. These are the people that were supposed to protect me and love me, and they killed my father and covered it up. Oh, heck to the na-na. We're not doing that. It took a good six months of a story because Michael was taking stuff away from Sonny, including little Avery when he was smart and called her AJ as a reference to every time you say AJ, you're going to think of my father. But the show itself pulled back. They pulled back because they didn't want that epic battle of AJ Quartermain's son versus Sonny Caruso. That's just like you will never have, and I might be wrong. Actually, no, I'm not. You will never have Jake versus Danny. You will never have Christina versus Jocelyn. You've seen it. We know the history, but they won't pull the plug on it. They won't go ahead and do it. Jocelyn should be mad at Sonny for the deployment of her father. Mm-hmm. You'll never, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, this is the thing that irks me. It's like nobody is going to pay for certain things. And I guess yep. that's fine in that world. But I'm just like, no, I've been watching this show for 20, actually, no, going on 34 years. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going on 34 years. Thank you. Um, actually, maybe more. But I've never seen that. And then on top of that, Sonny and Nina. And I know we're running out of time, but let me just say this. November is the last time Sonny talked to Nina. How dare you? How dare you, Sonny Carrasso? You can't be man enough to give that girl divorce papers. And what for? Why are you divorcing her? For something that you've done many times before. Keeping secrets, telling lies. Sonny, don't talk to me right now. Don't, don't talk to me right now. Don't talk to me. Talk to me when Brenda comes and takes you to Puerto Rico. I have my moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then they're playing Jason too heavy-handed. In case y'all don't know, next Monday, Jason returns. It's trending. Yeah. So, you know, I guess he's the one that's shooting up everybody, taking all the mob stuff, people off, because they made mm-hmm. sure to tell us that cold name was Stone. Is it mm-hmm. Stone Cold? And Jagger's too and obvious. Right, it's Stone. Um, Morgan's middle name was Stone. Um, I'm gonna be. I mean, they're just playing it too heavy-handed. Um, what are you? Okay, let me ask this question: Is everybody ready for Jason Morgan to come back? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, yeah I want to. You excited? Keep in an open mind. Keep an open mind. I, I'm gonna try. Like I said. I'm going to need the writing to be a little different. <clears throat> um, All right. Can you guys see me? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to close it out. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. I've got a lot to say on this subject. Five minutes. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Jason if he came back as a hybrid of what Jason was when Jason was Quartermain, all there. This storyline that Dan set up, no. Mm-hmm. No. 
Vinny? Yeah. As someone who's only been watching for, you know, a good number of years, I've been watching it since I'm three. Are you ready for the setup that's that's being built here? I I'm definitely ready. I I want I'm anxious to see it because I really I because I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, they're they're dropping hints, they're dropping clues, even. But yet, Steve Burton said that what he's seen in terms of the rumors aren't the actual stories coming back to. So. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out. So it could be, it could go how everything's going, or it could go a completely different direction. David, I'm, I'm ready for it because well, writing is good. I want to, I want to forward forward this question to you all. There's a rumor started that there was a story penned by Dan and Chris. And then it was axed, and now they got Elizabeth writing it. So, do you think? Yep. Yep, I absolutely do. Yep, Candace. Steve already said that he trusts he, he the storyline that Elizabeth took over. He's fine with versus what they really originally had. The problem is that and I'm gonna be honest. And I don't want to offend any fandom, but Charlie fans, Jay Sam fans, liaison fans, I need y'all to have a seat for a second because my main issue right now is before we get into that, I need to know where the last two and a half years, what has happened to Jason? Because I swear up and down, if I do the same old, same old, I'm done. I'm going to be really upset and I'm going to be done. I know what Steve said. I trust and believe because this is his last go-around, y'all. This is his last go-around as Jason. This is his last go-around as Soap. He's already said that. Two years. Fuck mm-hmm. him. Two years. So, Z.H., you have a job to do. I know you got a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. But if you're going to hype this up, the hype better be worth it. Because if not, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to lose some people. Here's the thing, General Hospital. We need to know what happened to Jason in the last two years. You cannot spring it on us at the very last minute and expect us to assimilate, believe it, and, and put it into our lexicon of soap. This time, you've got to give it to us now. Where has he been? What's been? Why is he where he is now? Candace? Just don't F this up. Just don't F this up. I'm going to say this. I, of all the people on this call, have been the strongest supporter of Nina and Sonny. Girl, it's time. It is time. That little scene structure you gave us, no. Mm-mm. It's time. 
Candace, go. Pull the wool, pull the plug. We got to go. Speaking of pulling the plug. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we want to thank our guest, Naomi, <laughs> for stopping by tonight. Um, make sure you guys check out Encore Presentations of Take Two Radio on all streaming platforms, blogtalkradio.com. Um, you guys have a great Girl, week. Where do we find Forever in a Day? Oh, Forever in a Day. You guys can check out on all streaming services. We're in the midst of recording season five, the last season. Somebody may be popping up soon. Um, but it, but make sure you Girl, guys check out. Girl, if I don't get one. my invitation soon, I'm going to be yeah, really sad. Stay well, stay blessed, support the soap. We love you guys, and we'll see you back in two and six. Two weeks. Yep. See you in two <laughs> or three. Or three, depending on our or, or sooner. You never know. Yep. Good night. Good night, Good night everybody. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night, Johnny boy. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit Take2Radio.com.